0: is the conscious experience.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 27 of the Conscious Experience. Yes, I said episode 27. We're getting through these 20s pretty fast. We are brought to you by the uh, Daily Currency. It's a uh, website that is dedicated to uh, news surrounding the economic space. Uh, we got things like cryptocurrency news, things that we like to invest in. Check that out. It's the DailyCurrency.com. The DailyCurrency.com. Originally, episode 27 was planned to be um, a special episode. It's still being edited. Um, It's taking longer than expected, but that's a good thing because creativity and just the process of making sure things are perfect takes a little bit sometimes, so that's okay. So we tuned in and paired up with my uh, co-host, B-Lap. B Lap in the building. Yo, in the cut, you shit. <laughs> and we are here today, man. We uh have some uh pretty interesting things that I, I want to talk about because I am a nerd. And the uh, first thing <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I wanted to bring up was the rollout of 5G. So we talked about 5G in 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 a previous episode. I think it was like our first One of our first episodes, maybe like the second or third episode, I I can't quite remember. But we we went on like a a little breakdown or whatever. But I've been following the rollout of 5G very intensively. And so people who don't know what 5G is, we currently run on a mobile network called 4G, LTE. So let me break it down to you. 1st G was like the very first cell phones, really. Like you had like the brick (laughs) type cell phones, like you know, the, the first wave of uh, cell phones and first one uh, G stands for for uh, first generation. And so that mobile service provided cell phones the ability to call. That was it. That was all a cell phone was uh, used for. And then they came out with 2G. 2G gave the ability for the cell phone not to only to call, but to text as well. And then 3G came along, and 3G you were able to call, text, and now you're able to access the internet. 4G obviously is what we're currently on right now. What technically, technically we're on uh, 4G LTE. But 4G is uh, the ability to access the internet along with calling, texting, and why am I losing my thought? What did I say? I said 4G was able. You're able to call, text, access the internet. God damn it. (laughs) oh man nah i lost my i lost my thought man fuck so 4g uh you're able to access the internet at faster speeds that's just because um there's more data um available so yeah i hope that makes sense so now we're transitioning to 5g so 5g obviously is going to give you uh more bandwidth, is gonna give you more data. Uh, so internet is gonna be unimaginably quick, you know, it's gonna be super fast. And then also you're gonna be able to uh, do things more efficiently like virtual reality. The, tech, the technology behind virtual reality is gonna be uh, quite effective, quite efficient. It's kind of clunky right now, like virtual reality is decent. But once 5G rolls around, hopefully it doesn't. But you know, it looks it looks like that's the route it's going. Once that rolls out, um, then you know, virtual reality will be there. And then you, uh, I, I think the main point they're trying to get to are is, uh, having more smart smart devices available. So things like your microwave, uh, your toaster, your toothbrush, just like Things that are not, you know, connected to the system. They're going to be now integrated and connected to the system. So when you're at work and say you have something in the microwave and you want to you want to warm that up because you're like you're on your way or, or you can your microwave will be hooked up to the network. and You will be able to access that and turn it on from your phone. Or, or So that's the technology behind 5G. But there is a lot of uh, controversy. And the 5G rollout, we have 251 scientists in that field who are signing a petition to cancel 5G because the health effects of 5G are staggering, alarming, and they feel as if the technology is going to cause a lot more harm than good. And so when I saw that, I was like, wait, 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 wait. They still want to roll out 5G after uh, 251 scientists um, signed a petition. Margaret Friesman, uh, she's a biological scientist. She created this PowerPoint um, and she basically broke down all the negative effects 5G has on the human body as far as the frequency. And this is just me reiterating what she said. I, I, you know, these People have high intelligence. I'm just looking at the interview and I'm and, and I'm I'm reading the articles intensively and I'm trying to uh, break down all this with you know I my small knowledge in the field. So she she basically said that the wavelengths from the uh, 5G foam uh, t- uh, phone, phone poles, right? They are going to emit frequencies that are going to affect human beings on the biological level. So it's going to scramble DNA, it's going to cause tumors, and it's and it's also going to cause uh, cancer as well because of these frequency levels. She also mentioned that the uh, 5G is also going to make our privacy almost non-existent because since it's linked up to these uh, 5g uh, network poles, uh, it's collecting all the data that we are using with inside our house and all the data that we're using on our mobile devices collecting that and it's storing all it's storing all types of information like what website you're uh, accessing what time why and, and and just different things like that so it's, it's, it's kind of weird um, that that's happening and then also the um, health effects that's going to And they're planning to integrate uh, a a signal pole every third house. So it's not like, you know, there's one for, uh, you know, a whole community. It's going to be at every third house and it's going to be emitting these um, these toxic rays. And 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 it's weird to see. I was I was born before the internet. Just, just real quickly, as I was going through elementary school, it was integrating to the school or whatever. Um, but it's, it's weird to see you know the world before all of this, and now a world that is being integrated into you know the internet. The internet is becoming more than life in a sense. It's I, I think eventually uh, the internet. Is going to become reality. It's going to overcome our physical reality that that we're currently uh, going through right now. And it's it's just weird to see that these huge corporations, um, more specifically like Verizon, T-Mobile, these uh, mobile uh, corporations are willing to roll this technology out and 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 know all the bad side effects that are coming with it. it seems like it's a, a profit thing
0: yeah uh i don't know i don't think it's i mean i definitely think it's about profit but i, I definitely think that the way the way um i mean you just gotta think about like what what who who really who are the minds making in the future right you know a lot of people are stuck in the past a lot of people are stuck in the present but who are the innovators really constructing the future and how are they going to make it look like what they want to look like right so you know uh, i guess you know people maybe boomers made people growing up in the 70s 60s um you know grew up watching the jetsons right they saw flying cars they saw robots stuff like that um with 5g <clears throat> that's what will make that type of stuff reality all these science uh fiction movies you know like star wars um a whole bunch of you know even probably have, like iRobot all these things, um, hoping not iRobot, you feel me? But you know, <laughs> uh, it'll definitely like make that type of thing come true as far as just um, making, I guess, um, I guess quote unquote life easier, in a sense, as far as like the human experience. Because I guess eventually it'll be way more uh, virtual and less laborsome in a sense. So um, as far as the health effects, I don't think they I feel like they could care less. I feel like I feel like that's never going to be the issue, like unless it's like blatantly obvious, because I mean, you got still people smoking cigarettes and you got mm-hmm. people that are going to kill themselves regardless. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying like if it came down to giving up sweets or, you know, what I'm saying dying, people would just say, oh, well, take it, take me, take me with it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, plus stuff like this, there's gonna be a lot of selling points as well because, um, you know, technically with 5G, everybody would be uh, Iron Man, right? Everybody would have the technology for them to, I guess, technically be successful maybe if they mm-hmm. use it right, because they would automatically have a personal assistant. So. Alexa in a 5G network would basically be everybody's Jarvis or Butler, you know, you'd be like, hey, um, Alexa, you know, what are my vitals looking like? You know, what are, um, you know, what's going on? Like, say you, it basically would be intertwined, like it would be an Apple Watch times 10, right? So, mm-hmm. they basically know your vitals, know how you're feeling, be able to address sicknesses, illnesses, things like that. Um, so... I don't know, it definitely be like a whole another world. But also I feel like the move isn't I feel like the move is more towards evolution as well. Right? So right now everybody knows that we're technically monkeys. You know, we're technically animals. But with the five G rollout and going forward, we'd probably be more and more or less um human maybe like we'd probably want to eventually integrate with technology because technically right now we're already somewhat of uh cyborgs because we always carry our phone with us and our phone is just an extension of us but just on the internet mm-hmm. and i feel like all that will basically merge together uh with 5g and going into you know the 20, 20 30s and so on and so forth to where Life will be way more uh, virtual and there wouldn't even really be a need for um, work, for labor work, unless you're
1: specialized. Yeah. Yeah. Just to play devil's advocate. What about the privacy issue? Um, and then also, obviously, there's, a, you know, alarming um, health effects that are going to take place if this uh rollout happens you know those are i I feel like those are two prolific points that uh people will potentially be worried about i mean you're gonna have you're gonna have your select uh you're gonna have a select amount of people who don't care right they they just want to they they just want to go into virtual reality and start video gaming and, and be a part of that you know part of that reality because their life sucks so bad. But then you're gonna have a, a group of people who who are concerned and and who are rational about it and and who have legi- a, a legitimate uh, fear of the rollout of 5G. I mean what 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 would you say to those people more more specifically uh, concerning uh, the health um, effects and then also uh, privacy because privacy privacy is 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 going away. We can even see that right now. Privacy is going away day by day. All these privacy act forms that you have to uh, that you have to sign and check mark before you. You know are able to sign up for a platform like facebook has them instagram has it you know youtube has it basically every app that you are that that you can access on the um, app store it has a privacy act form so how do you feel about those variables in the rollout of 5g the cake's been baked non i'm playing <laughs> yeah.
0: cancel christmas Now i'm playing uh yeah i mean when it comes to privacy i mean um all of these concerns are, um, you know, they're they're they are legitimate concerns. Um, but I, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, when it comes to privacy, I mean, that's already done. Like, I mean, all these apps, you know, if the app's free, you're the product. Um, you know, when it comes to, I feel, the way media works and the way people's attention are drawn to, um, certain things, maybe like primary elections and things like that. I mean, um, the rights have already been written off, right? So privacy has already been written off, you know, like to, to think that whatever <clears throat> privacy that we believe we're holding on to isn't already gone would be, uh, probably not in the best interest to, to think that way, right? Like to think that, The privacy isn't already gone and what more it wouldn't make much of a difference if it was basically all the way gone or if you just held on to what you had right now because like everybody's wide open. Um if if the like there are it really depends on how you want to live, honestly, because like anything's possible, right? So if that's what you know you wanted to to basically obtain or You know, that was the goal, was like, you know, hella privacy um, and basically kind of avoid it. You know, I feel like there's definitely opportunities to do that, but like just don't want to, just don't bother to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, I feel like it's going to be like an in or out thing. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to be a nomad and kind of just like live off the grid, do that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's not going to, I feel like what's going to happen is um, everybody's going to be. Basically what happened during the um, early 1900s, right, with the 20s, 30s, where they basically took everybody from the rural areas, the farms and everything like that, and moved everybody to the city because that's where the opportunity was for the industry. So when when steel corporations and big factories and companies uh, came in, they basically took everybody that was living outside of the city and brought them to the city now it's going to be even more of that so even with 5g the only way that it's going to work as far as like every third house having you know a pole is if everybody's you know in the grid right yeah so um you know there's definitely going to be opportunity to live outside of the grid but you know you there's no i don't think there's coming i don't think there's any coming back or um well i don't think well might be, you know, a double-edged sword because you probably could come back, but it almost be like, so as an American citizen, you're in the clear, right, compared to somebody that's trying to become an American citizen. Mm -hmm. So it may be that type of process where you have to get re and it might as well, you might as well just stay out or stay in if that's the case, potentially, because like even if somebody were to leave the grid, right, or leave that future... You know, if people don't know how to hunt and cook and do all that stuff now, I mean, 20 years from now, I mean, kids, I mean, it's just like it's only going to be exponential. So I don't know if I answered your question, but
1: yeah. What, what I think what we're seeing right now is a integration of a technology that's going to affect every facet of our life, such as the way we operate or the way we talk to one another in society, uh, the, the way uh, religion is ran, um, even even our, our economy like 5G is going to impact all facets um, of, of our daily life. And I think it, it is important that people Um, With a rational mindset, with a reasonable opinion, come to the table instead of these, you know, these huge corporations making moves uh, without, you know, I guess the permission of the people we are getting away from. You know, the government serving us is starting to become a relationship where the government makes moves and we just kind of go with the flow. And we we have to remember our our founding fathers. That's the way they constructed the Constitution, um, where the government is in service to us. And and it's you know, the government acts as as a uh, defensive mechanism. Obviously, you have to have a a military complex to uh, protect the country and uh to surveillance any uh terrorism attacks you know so you have to have things out there like that but you know it's 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 kind of creepy to see that uh these companies are making these decisions they've they've already deployed 5g satellites uh in in space already you know they they're already uh setting up these 5g poles in uh neighborhoods and they've ran studies and people are are getting sick like at alarming rates that that is my concern you know that the the um the health that comes with it and then also you know it's going to challenge so many it's going to challenge reality in such a way that i feel that i feel that the people who are being impacted the most by this which is the gp I feel like we should have, we definitely should have a say so at the table and and be able to decide. Hey, is this is this going to, uh, you know, make us more connected? Which I feel like it will. You know, the 5G network. You you, if you think we're connected to the world now, wait to, you know, they start to provide services like 5G where you you're able to uh. You know, integrate yourself into virtual reality, and the technology is is comprehensive and it's and is effective, and you're able to, uh, you know, transport to other places in the world due to that technology. You know, play video games in in a virtual reality setting where you know I'm playing B Lab and he's 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 we're playing Tekken or Fight Club or something. He's a character, I'm a character, and we're real live fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like the there are so many you know interesting things with the 5g technology but there's also a lot of alarming things that are coming with it as well and um i think as, as humans we have to think about the future and i think we have to think about the youth as well we owe that to ourselves and if if if, if we continue to go into the direction where we create things and we really don't know how to deal with the consequences, like nuclear reactors. Think about nuclear reactors. We created a uh, 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 energy system where if it were to malfunction we don't quite know how to deal with uh deal with that situation i mean there's so many times where a nuclear reactor has went off and has created this radioactive zone like chernobyl you know what i'm saying it creates this radioactive zone where you can't even, it's not even inhabitable for hundreds and hundreds of years so I think we as humans and like you said, we are primates, um, you know, tethered to the soul and we're conscious primates. We're complex. We're the most complex beings on this world. Uh, We have the highest intelligence as far as we know, and we can challenge uh, our we can challenge and manipulate our surroundings and, and settings like no other mammal or animal can do. Um, So I think that's a positive. But I think we also have to really have a rational discussion and where we go. And that includes the people. It doesn't just include major corporations, because when you have huge corporations making decisions, a lot of times profit is at the forefront of that. You know, how are we able to profit? How are we able to get, you know, bigger returns in this in this quarter? You know, and and if that is the if that's leading discussion, if that's going to lead the rollout of 5G, it's not coming from a rational or reasonable place. It's coming from a place where um, profit is the number one uh, thing to make. So that is my take on 5G. All I'm saying is look into it. Look into all of it. Look into the technology it's going to provide, but also look at the uh, health effects it's going to cause on um, humanity. Because if it is integrated, best believe you're going to be in that radius, especially if you're in the grid of it. Um, and then also look at you know, the privacy. How, you know, pri- privacy is a huge thing for a lot of people you know what i'm saying and that's going to be taken away i I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing i I see both sides of it but i don't know man it's kind of weird uh when someone gets in gets in a position of power where there are they are the only one that's manipulating the situation like it's just like man no one should have all that power at the end of the day so you're having a company that's going to collect everybody's data really yeah i feel like I feel like the like
0: looking at it from the bigger picture like as far as um it's not really just the corporations like it's more of like a guys right because like um you know if we look at like how money flows right so like technically <clears throat> um if if you're if you're not consuming you're expendable right because like um governments and corporations technically don't need you to make money like as far as you working for them but they need you to just keep on consuming and buying consuming and buying so like where corporations really get their money from and where they um, can really are getting um, I guess bought out or um, moved to do certain things in certain directions are really from banks right because money's just being printed so if we look at what's going on with uh recently with the coronavirus and world economics um the stock market keeps on going up because they just keep pumping more money every time it drops yes and that money will never go to the people that money will always go to the major corporations why because i guess you know at a certain level they provide the services that keep us You know paying our bills potentially or you know basically keeps everything kind of going because if they gave all the money to the people i guess technically you know hypothetically you know we want to say in a perfect world like oh yeah we know how to spend it but we probably just go out and buy some bullshit like people use with their tax returns so um so that's how that kind of goes so when it goes from i guess Damn, I almost lost my train
1: of thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you're talking about the flow of the economy, how, how money goes, uh, or where money goes to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so if we're talking about,
0: like, all the – so we're, if we're looking at the way 5G is going to run and we're looking at privacy and all these things, um, well, if we look at it from the standpoint of – um our amendments, right? The constitution, right? You almost got to think about it as it's bigger than America. It's bigger than where you are. Cause at the end of the day, the goal is to make it all one.
1: Yeah. Globalization is going to take place if once 5G rolls out, That's just right. Still, yeah.
0: it. Would, well, we kind of already have globalization, but it won't uh-huh. even really be, it'll just be like everything's one. Yeah. Literally. So it'll be. So say if everything is on 5G, everything everything is on the grid. Everything will have to be run by in a single entity, right? Mm-hmm. Like a single entity government, maybe a single entity bank,
1: all that type of stuff, right? And see, that's where I question though. I mean, if you have one entity that's controlling everything, you know, theoretically they have all the power. I mean, technically exactly. they have they have all the power. And is that safe? Is that safe? I I truly believe that the way we currently are running our country is outdated. I feel like the route that we're going is even gonna be more outdated. I feel like there should be a round table of representatives that represent each facet of society. So you have someone who represents um, liberals, someone who represents you know real conservatives, someone who represents the black nationalists, People who are real represents people who are able to express and art, articulate, you know, different people in in the global society. And we should really talk about things on an rational level instead of these private companies, you know, giving money to these politicians where these poly, politicians are voicing, you know, the the, the secret Henda agenda agenda agenda. Uh, interest of these private companies and and shelling out their ideas and message and and pretending like they're for the people that's currently how our, that's that's honestly that's how our a political system is being ran right now they yeah, don't I mean well i mean nothing's
0: like <clears throat> i mean it's kind of like i don't think anything's different a thousand years ago a hundred years ago i don't think because i mean you gotta think about how america was made like it Like, yeah, it was about the people, but, like, there are niggas at a table at night meeting up mm-hmm. planning to revolt. You know what I'm saying? Or planning to, you know, do this and do that. And, you know, like, the sign- Constitution wasn't just like, oh, yeah, we signed up. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah. a, you know, it was kind of like closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Not so many people probably knew about it outside of them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so I feel like, you know, looking at over time, like, that's how things kind of – um operate and you know is bigger so the next shift is probably going to be way bigger than the perspective that we're looking at it now because we're not factoring in that it'll be a whole evolution of consciousness right because Mm -hmm. if we're going to be intertwined with the cloud or the internet so one of the one of the um, I guess ideas or um, visions that I heard one of like the futurists mention was that. Um, so Elon Musk has Neuralink, right, yeah. where you can upload your mind to the cloud, right? Because essentially, once artificial intelligence becomes solidified, we will be obsolete. Right, as far as like what we can do and all that type of stuff. So the only way that we could maintain as you know the the apex um, being on the planet would be to merge with that. And so if we so say if we all merged with artificial intelligence and we were all on the same level because we were technically connected to the internet, we'd all know the same stuff Mm -hmm. and we'd all be connected because we would I would we would know how each other feel to the yes. teeth. So with that, that kind of would answer your question potentially of would one person be able to that doesn't sound right. That's corrupt because they technically would not be human. hmm So if anything, it just be like some it sounds like it'd be some like gray, you know, uh utopian type of shit. In a sense, yeah it's essentially like- there would be one person still controlling the back end of it yeah but it probably <clears throat> would be the corporate you know it probably would be the 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 corporations or the, the the infrastructure that created it all which would be probably the telecommunication companies um, obviously you'd have the, the the military and all that type of stuff but yeah um yeah but- so it would basically be like a whole evolution like it would be a flip Like, it wouldn't – it's not really uh, tangible or, you know, really explainable because, like, over time – because it would be a whole different way of thinking as well as ethics. So a lot of things – so ethics change over time. So a lot of things that we do today would be unethical 100 years ago, 200 Mm -hmm. years ago. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of things 200 years ago would be unethical today. Yeah. And so – that's why I feel like it's definitely gonna be um, a lot. Like it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be, I, because uh, I mean, like right now, you know, it's debatable to say like, oh, how dangerous is all this stuff gonna be? When today, everything is quote unquote going to shit because we have a global pandemic. We have yeah. almost every every other week it's almost World War Three. But Mm -hmm. really, I feel like that's more of a ploy
1: to make people more likely to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, but it's based on the fact that we're that we're relying, um, as as the people, we're relying to uh, give up our consciousness to these well known organizations to. cause of a stir in our world like if you think about the military industrial complex is one of the most um unthoughtful organization when it comes to humanity rights i mean i mean these people are known to kill innocent thousands of innocent millions of innocent people and, and 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 that's really for profit profit of war so are we willing as a people to give away our consciousness i don't even think. A lot of, I don't even think many people know what that even means. Giving away your consciousness, like that—that's that, that's a whole different reality. It's it's one it's one thing to speak about it, like it sounds good. Oh, we give away our consciousness, but what does that really mean? We're taking our thoughts. We're taking our being. We're taking. Our, basically our soul and, and, and putting into this hive mind of consciousness where everybody knows everybody's thoughts, everybody knows everybody's feelings, everybody knows the information of the world, and we're able to connect in a way where we never have before. Like, I don't think, I mean, you, again, you gonna have a select group of people who are gonna choose to do that, choose to integrate into that society, but then you're gonna have a select group of people who are not willing to do that, and who are looking at this like what? Like you, you're changing, you you're you're changing the infrastructure of reality, and you're changing the infrastructure, the conventional uh, stage of life. Once you do that, because what happens after you you have to begin to think about uh, policies that are going to surround. Uh, are going to surround like death like what happens after death do you die when you give up your consciousness because you're not in physical reality like what happens what, what is going to happen and there's it, so many things that I feel like we as as humans we have to uh do check and balances over jump ho- jump hoops just to just to decide where we go as humanity and I and I personally don't think it's as simple as everybody' jacking himself up to this hive mind of consciousness and and going to a different reality yeah I mean it's also like looking at it it
0: could be so it could just be um basically like art of it's just artificial it's kind of like you know that we technically already have that capability like people that are spiritually in tune. Yes. Like maybe even say like a thousand, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Right. That may have been people might have already had a version of the Internet. Everybody might have already been consciously intertwined. You know, what I'm saying kind of like the movie um, Avatar. Right. Everybody is connected to Earth, blah, blah, blah. They just connect their tails to shit. Everything kind of there's a balance right? everybody. There's all like a understanding without words. Um, And now we're we're not anywhere close to that, you know what I mean? And this would be that next opportunity, but it could have been the goal from the beginning to kind of get people to, like, shift, lose their humanity, lose their spirituality in the name of science (laughs) and join (laughs) this new world, you know what I mean? That basically does the same thing, but it's fake, and it can be actually controlled by Something because, like, technically, spirituality isn't controlled by anything but our subconscious, or like, you know, what I'm saying it's not really just one person, mm-hmm. but you know, with this, it would be all that, but somebody would have control over it,
1: yeah. And that's somebody that I mean, if you Look at look at the uh, Davidian branch in Waco, Texas This is some I've, I've been looking at um, for the last couple of days. And it was literally a uh, I gonna say cult people who don't believe it was a cult. Think about it. The guy um, uh, the guy who was ahead of it, um, his name was uh, David Koresh he literally made his, uh, married couples who entered into the cult divorce and he would take upon their wives and have children with them. And he, and all the kids that he had, he, he literally called them the house of David. So, uh, that's like cultist behavior to me, Mm -hmm. but, um, he, he created like this religious branch called the Davidians of, uh, Waco, Texas. And it was, uh, the foundation was Christian. And, um, literally the atf came in raided their place um they got into gunfire and then the fbi came in and killed 76 people you know all because of um suspected uh allegations of the of that specific uh religion having automatic weapons um they suspected that uh uh the uh, religious group was stockpiling on, you know, weapons and and uh, f- machine guns and and, tr- and turning semi-automatic weapons to uh, automatic weapons. But you know, you have a government that's willing to uh, seize property, kill Americans, and um, you know, and and, and and go about it as as if it's normal. So if you have an entity like that running, um, you know, a system like 5G is, it, it, you know, you ha- almost have to question, you, know, you, you really have to question, you know, what w- what is the real, I guess, what's the real initiative of things? What What is really going on? You know, I don't, I, I hope I'm not sounding old school like the old man, but I, I would never upload my consciousness to a program. I mean, that's it. Now you're living in a simulation. I mean, that's what it is, really, if we're not already living in a simulation. So it's just, like, it's crazy. Yeah. um,
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely – it'll just be different. I mean, mean, because, once again, like, it's not like it's – you know, none of this is – overnight everything's gonna be like gradual you know what i'm saying much of how the internet was gradual and they you know they you come out with stuff it's you come out with stuff top down so it comes out in like you know 20 30 year plan decade plans you know what i mean so um that's why it's almost like automatic you know like people of our people were already planning for 2020 back in 1990 you know what I'm saying, like yeah. all these people. You know what I'm saying. So it's kind of like the, the blueprints are already there. You know what I'm saying, and 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 people are already adjusted to the way of life to where it'll just come secondary. Like there is no nobody wants to go back. Everybody wants to go forward. You know what I'm saying, like like once you once you had a car with heated seats, you don't want to be in a car without heated seats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Even though it's something so minuscule. You know you 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 lived all your life with you know electricity and lights and running water you know what i'm saying you don't want to go back from that you only want to go forward and so it's just um i feel like it'll be like you know people want change but people don't want to change you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, so i feel like it's kind of that whole thing like you know we use cell phones but we don't want to not use you know what i'm saying like like imagine not having the internet you know what i'm saying yeah like it's just like you can't have if you want this you can't have that you know what i'm saying yeah. so
1: it's almost but going to your point it's almost like what are you willing to sell you're willing to sell your you know your physical health and privacy to uh for that to integrate and roll out so you know well technically s- well also from that i feel
0: like we've already sold that and that's probably another selling point like we've already given it up to i guess corporations are just unhealthy lifestyles anyway like people you know they give that up for their job they give that up for um addictions they give that up for you know they can they give it up for less things that potentially could be sold to them that would have a substantial cause right mm-hmm. because like this whole 5g and everything moving into the future will have a really strong backing with the cause and on the media so like if you think they're you know blasting the coronavirus and stuff like that on the media, you know, they're definitely going to, you know, blast that whole agenda, especially just like on cartoons, television series, movies, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. things that you know, really have a subconscious effect on people, because um, you know, you, you think about I don't know, like, even like, I just going on topic, but just even thinking about like now with um, like this, like the, like the coronavirus, like how, you know, it's just, it's almost, I feel potentially just going to become a witch hunt. And the sense that it'll be a big stir, get everybody wild up, and then it'll be gone as fast as it came, right? Mm-hmm. Like Ebola, like the swine flu, like all these other, um, you know, major viruses, Um, But I feel like this one is substantial just because of the timeline and what what is potentially drawing people's attention away from or what it has the potential to be an excuse for, which would be a economic collapse, right? Because we just had, you know, a crazy rate cut um, and an emergency rate cut on Monday, right? And so we're making rate cuts and rate cuts and rate cuts, just lowering the interest rate. And, you know, with, you know, scares of this virus, I think we're about to go into negative interest rates. Right. And so what happens with negative interest rates is it basically you it's like it's a double edged sword because it basically fucks the whole inflation up, which means like. Your, your money is really not worth anything now, right? So, like, um, hmm. let me see if I can explain this right. Um, so negative interest rates will boost inflation because they're just going to keep on printing and printing money. And, you know, basically money was already getting borrowed for free, but savers will exponentially be, become losers because there's no value in it at that point it's just like paper like they're just kind of doing anything they can to flood the markets when we're already at you know a crazy amount of debt yeah. and so it's' I don't know, it's like it's hilarious to me to to uh, to hear people talk about stocks now just in the sense that they don't I don't think they understand like how they would even make money in the stock market right now because yeah, everything is going up, but it's at a point where it's way overvalued, and the point where like they're just getting hella retail or like the general population just to kind of buy in when corporations aren't like big money investors are kind of are getting out or they have gotten out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ninety percent of the stock market is owned by ten percent, right? And then um, I believe. Uh, Since the 70s uh, Like 30% of the stock market Has become private So that means that most of the Of the Of the gem stocks that people Should buy that are like undervalued And at a great price they can't because It's a private stock And for private stocks you have to be an Accredited investor which means you have to be worth um, $250,000 And so What that means is that everybody's just going off of CNBC, NBC, you know, uh, all these, you know, just media sources to expect, you know, like, okay, I'm gonna buy this stock. Meanwhile, it's way overpriced and everybody's thinking about it in the short term, right? Like, oh yeah, like I can buy this stock now, hold it for a couple of days and it'll, you know, just go up. Meanwhile, you're getting all these um, capital gains taxes. And so basically, like, if you're not margin trading or spread betting and you're just like regularly just you think you're day trading, but you're really just like investing. You're just buying and selling yeah. in a sort, you know, center of time. By the time you do your taxes, you will find out that you didn't make any money. Mm-hmm. And the only way that people really make money from the stock market is over time. But that's not what's being sold to people. They feel like if I just buy, if I would've just bought Tesla, you know, beginning of this year or, you know, today and then it pops tomorrow, this and that, but it's like, no, like it's really like a long-term game. And that's why people get um, blown out of the water because they try to time the market when it's really, you really want to just compound over time or at least, you know, find something that you're willing to hold your position in long enough to where you don't have to pay capital gains tax. Yeah. But then again, like nobody really has that much money, like, to even invest in Tesla or Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Like all these stocks are like like it's not like crypto. Like you, you have to buy the whole stock. You know what I mean? Like if a stock is a hundred dollars, you have to buy that whole hundred dollar stock. And it's not even worth anything because like if I gave you, like if someone's like, hey man, I'll give you a stock, you can't buy anything with that hmm. But if somebody gave you some crypto, you could buy hella shit
1: with that. And I feel like that's like people don't get that. Yeah. The thing with the stock market is people are buying into an already saturated market where um, a lot of people are speculating that that market is is, is at a peak and it's going to be on its way down, almost crashing in a sense. Um, crypto. Like you mentioned before, it's, it's it's a good it's a good thing to invest, but there's also so many they call it use cases. But there's tech technology behind each specific uh, uh, crypto, and uh, that technology uh, does does a little bit of different things. Like XRP, XRP, you're able to uh, you know do cross border payments, and um, you're able to tr- transfer money. Um, and, and that being compared to like a traditional banking system um it's faster it's more effective and it's also cheaper for the uh you know for the the person who, who is obtaining the money and the person who's sending money as well and so that's just a, a use case for one crypto there's so many different cryptos out there and, not, and but i i think for the most part 98 97% of cryptos are not really going to last you know they're kind of like pump coins and then uh, you know you you have a small percentage that are going to do very well um but yeah I, I think uh I think stocks I hear a lot of people talk about stocks and stocks I, I think are, are outdated or it's it's on its way out, and um, just like the 5G, I mean, things are gonna come in and and, and take the place of traditional things, and uh, that that that's why life is so exciting right now because we are literally in a time where we're in a transitional phase. We're in a transitional phase. Point blank, period. Internet is here. New technology is here, and the thing about internet is it advances so fast. It advances so fast. It's it's, it, it's advancing faster than I think um many of us would expect and it's just it's going to come to a point where you know you either keep up with it or you get left behind yeah
0: and to and to add on to that um with stocks i mean it it also just goes with um like life you know there's different seasons right and so seasons come and go but you know they'll come around next year you know what i'm saying so if something's going up, it's going to go down and it happens, you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 not a if, it's when, you know what I mean? And there's always, like, a timeline because, I mean, it's a cycle, right? So, we know, um, should, you know, we know winter starts damn near at, right after fall, <laughs> and spring after winter, and summer after spring, you know what I'm saying, and so on and so forth. And so, with stock market i mean it has a a bull run and a bear run it goes up for a amount of time it goes down for a amount of time and people always get sucked in you know right at that transition when it's about to go down nobody wants to buy in when it's low like nobody wants to buy in when it goes down and um that's like that's how you that's that makes no sense at all like whenever it goes down that's the best time to buy whenever it goes up That's the worst time, technically. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're trying to time it, but it's not even about timing. It's just, like, people do studies that show that, um, for example, the S&P 500, um, over a decade, when you uh, include or time in, like, the worst years and the best years, there's always more good years than bad years. And over time... You're in a, I think in a 10 year course of time, you're going to, you're going to level out to make a 7% gain over year, every year. So that means is, you know, one year the stock may do, um, 23%. The next year it might lose 13%. The next year it might do 38% positive. Then the next year it might do 31% negative. And then but over time, you know I'm saying through the ups and downs, you average about seven percent a year. But with crypto, those gains are very, you know, those aren't nothing.
1: Yeah. But
0: the the swings to the downside are you know are crazy as well. But over Mm -hmm. time you're gonna average way more than seven percent a year. And the thing about Bitcoin and crypto is that The best analogy that I can come up with is um, a bathtub analogy, right? You have a bathtub full of water. So Bitcoin into the uh, algorithm, it has what we call a halving event where it cuts the supply miners can bring to the the marketplace to sell and everything like that. So the algorithm gets tougher. And so the amount that are going to be produced in the market basically gets uh, shed in half. Which would um, basically, you know, raise the demand for, you know, said crypto. And so, every four years, this happens. So, the best way to explain that is like a bathtub, right? So you have, you know, the bathtub, one body of water. You slush the water to the front of the bathtub. It brings away to the front, but then it comes back. And every time you do that, you switch the water to the front. It comes back, and you do it. You know harder and faster you know obviously it comes back harder and faster as well and so that analogy is kind of like what crypto does so we had a, a a big bull run uh 2016 2017 going up into 2018 but that was after the halving and before years prior to that there is a halving but obviously the uh, scale of it wasn't that big or noticeable, but every year, like that body of water in the tub, it'll just keep on compounding till it, you know, hits a certain mark to where from there, Bitcoin will basically just be like an index.
1: Yeah, the, and the volatility of the market is it, absolutely insane. Um, I mean, you, some there's like some time like within the market like you just have like a, a 60 80 90 100% um gain and it's just like holy smokes like this shit just bumped up you know a lot <laughs> yeah so um you know and you know it's so it's it's like it's like a roller coaster but i i think uh, crypto again a lot of cryptocurrencies are in this infancy stage and as time continues um a lot of a lot of them are going to settle down and um be set on a specific price so i think it's important to um invest uh, while you can right now because a lot of them are at a very cheap price. I mean a lot of them are at like thirty four twenty cents, you know It's so you know, if you believe in the use case if you believe in the technology behind it, you know research do your own Do your own research and uh, if if you believe behind the coin, you know, I, I would fully, you know recommend that you Invest in whatever you uh, specifically uh, want and what you specifically like Um <laughs> But yeah, man. I think I think it's it's a it's 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 a crazy life. Life is crazy right now. I, yeah. I, we're we're advancing. It's it's almost like um I don't know if it's if it's if it's been of age. I've I've gotten older and now I'm more aware of society, or if you know technology is at a point where you know it's it's at an exponential growth on the chart. Like it's just going skyrocketing towards the sky it might be a little bit of both but you know life is changing so fast three years ago you know there are things that we we were not able to do that we're able to do now and it's just like man like what are we going to look like in uh you know 2030 you know It's, it's it's really really exciting to see you know the leaps and bounds that humanity is making at the uh, present moment it really is yeah and it's definitely just like really is
0: uh i look at it as far as what um like opportunistically like what what's the best what what's what's the best thing to in, to invest in right where's what's the best thing to invest your time in because like right now the way that everybody's Condition to live is outdated You know whether it's the nine to five or Whether it's just like the certain jobs That people feel that are in the job market That they're pursuing or getting Degrees in are outdated as well And like The the First thing to I feel like That's imperative to do is invest Your time and money and yourself first And to have a skill Because nobody really has any skills Everybody just has a degree And With that, I mean, like, with the skill, you determine your price. With the degree, you automatically kind of get that base salary. And going from there, I mean, like, really, the only people that, that will really have any value are people that are good at programming and doing technological things, right? Like, IT people, every major company... Everybody's gonna need them because like everybody just knows how to use shit. Nobody knows how to fix shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if your computer breaks, you know what I'm saying? You don't know how to fix it. You can't open. You just want to get a new one. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like cars. You know what I'm saying? If your car breaks down, most people don't know how to fix it. They just say, "Fuck it, I gotta get a whole another one." But like the people that do know how to, like mechanics and engineers and things like that, they'll always be able to charge whatever they want. And it's always like a, a perfect skill. I mean, like even somebody that knows how to um grow crops and things like that or you know it's just like imperative to have a skill um and also just understand like where everything's like flowing to as far as like where's the best opportunity you know what I mean I feel like for growth you know what I mean like regardless of money like those things kind of like go hand in hand you know what I mean like if you're looking at you know a potential like place to live or a place you want to settle down in you probably want to go to a place that has the most potential that is up and coming that's not stagnant you know and so um yeah but that's just that's just like the cycle of it all like that's what that's just what life's about is about like evolution and and leveling up
1: and just like being cognizant of that yeah for sure Um, speaking of evolution, uh, this podcast is going through a bit of an evolution. Um, I just built my uh in house studio, got my own large desk that will be able to fit you know, three or four people if need be. Um, women, yep. I got my monitor in place. I'm in the process of uh, getting uh, top quality microphones so I don't ever have to worry about audio quality again. Um, and then I'm, of course, getting an audio fi- interface with that so uh, you guys can hear uh, real live quality um, conversations between the guests and then Brian uh, through Skype. And then, most importantly, the one I feel the most. Uh, I guess, happy about is we are going to start doing a video stream on YouTube. Uh, So that'll be another platform that you guys will be able to access our content. But I feel like it's time to um, to to uh, go ahead and uh, move to YouTube, have that video so you guys can see (laughs) what we look like. If you don't know what we look like. Uh, And also, I, I just get that just get more of a uh, a personal insight into the way we communicate and and you know and, and our body language and all that fun stuff i think i think it's a good way um uh, to get out there so uh uh be on the lookout for that for sure